0: Welcome back to another episode of You're Already Accepted, a community rewatch, also known as YAA 2.0. My name is Christian, redacted last name. Over yonder is redacted first name Jonathan, redacted last name, and (laughs) um, redacted first name Dixon. (laughs) How could you do this? (laughs) I can't believe you've done this. Um, So welcome back, folks. It's nice to come back. Today, we're looking at um, season two. Episodes twenty one and twenty two, so the season finale, almost the season finale, didn't close, didn't um, close, um, with paradigms of human memory and applied anthropology oh, and the culinary arts. So, um, starting off with paradigms of human memory, this episode is um, pretty reminiscent of the um, interdimensional cable or Morty's mind blowers <laughs> of Rick and Morty, where it's really just a, a series of shorts that uh, kind of come into the in the episode. So, um, and so the, cl- the group is making a diorama for anthropology class. It's their last diorama. Um, it's a diorama about making dioramas, right? Yes, yeah. yes. About them making their 19th diorama. And then is Annie's forehead boobs- that big? Yes. It's not small. It's not small. <laughs> Annie's boobs, the monkey, not, not Annie, um, Allison Breeze character, steals um, a paintbrush from Troy, and that sends Chang sliding into the vent after the monkey with Vaseline covered. And basically he realizes that the monkey has been stealing things all over the year, including Annie's purple pens from the uh, previous episode about pen being stolen. cooperative <gasps> calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. calligraphy. Nice. Um, and so the group reminisces on different things that they found, um, such as, um, visiting a ghost town, um, reenacting or re, um, no, I'm not reenacting. Taking the Glee Club's place. Going on a rowing trip for St. Patrick's Day. I'm trying to think of... There's the Habitat for Humanity. Habitat for Humanities. Jeff yeah, and Bretta, you're free to go because you didn't step
1: forward. <laughs> there's the swamp one, right? Or like, Jeff's like, that water is a lie.
0: And like, uh, or like they're fishing or whatever. There's the fishing trip with St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> is that what it is? That's, is it the one? Well, that water. But, but the real ghosts are inside of us. Yeah, there's the ghost That's... There's the Cartel, Mexican Cartel Mexican Cartel see is that the same one as the Western Town I can't I, think it, I don't think I don't it know is because sure. it's like a church yeah. I think it's the same mm. one as the Bed Bugs mm. but okay so basically outside of the show in, in terms of showmaking, what the producers did is they just had the cast film a bunch of different cutaways and then that's what they made the episode over which it's a is parody awesome. of a
1: clip show what
0: it's a, it's a parody of clip
1: show episodes from a lot of TV shows it's yeah it's parodying those types because because none,
0: yes. none of those we actually saw in yes. the the episodes which is, which is brilliant I, yes. I love it um I think
1: that's one of the smartest things that Dan Harmon has ever done, like how he makes fun of clip right. by mm-hmm. using unseen clips. And then again, he, he mastered yeah. that
0: with Interdimensional Cable. Yeah. Two brothers. It's just called Two, two Brothers. It's we need two brothers. a Jim Michael Vincent and Quadrant <laughs> yeah. Squadron 17. Um, so there is some, I mean, uh, naturally, the group fights over stuff eventually, um, such as Jeff and Bretta being bad for the group, um, that they are bad people and they do things for themselves. So like one time, Jeff tells everybody that the greendale six are giving away iphones it's not
2: god that hates us it's jeff and britta
0: (laughs) um abed confirms that jeff and britta have been having secret sex um and what i love is that the first two instances where he's like has an inkling or like actually from from they're they're from episodes but they're like inserted right before things happen so like the halloween party that nobody remembers and that episode abed was the alien from alien and so in the first, ep- in that real episode, he, like, breaks through the balloons and, like, starts hissing. But we see Jeff and Britta, like, went to the bathroom right before that. And that's something that, um, like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the Saw franchise or the Saw series. Mm-hmm. Um, People always kind of, like, make fun of, like, every time a new episode or every time a new, a new movie comes out, it's like, oh, and this person was here the whole time. Yeah. And so it kind of <laughs> reminds me of that, of, like, you just keep zooming out and suddenly you're going to find out that that's whenever Pierce grabbed the... Um, the needles and started injecting himself with flu shot. You know, like, yeah. stuff like that. Um, <laughs> what other like what other stuff? I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff in the episode. It's it's kind of a,
1: a weird. They're they're arguing. Like at first, they're reminiscing, and then they start to argue because they I don't even know what they're arguing about. Yeah, really, remember? you know, they
2: have the arguments over. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I,
0: well, I think I think the idea. Is that they're in, they're they're intertwining the arguments of the group with the different things because there is that whole bit where like, um we'll it's it's okay if we argue and get it all out now, we won't argue again in the future, yeah. but then we realize that's what they do that all the time right yeah, they that's what to the, Shirley's of the nursery, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah,
1: and then Jeff brings it home with a winger speech, yeah, but then they all kind of like they're not really like mad at each other because they're like we're not going to break up, we just you know right, like we're gonna do what we always do is just connect together, yeah, that's pretty much it, too, yeah, right? Honestly. And then Chang comes in at the very end with the monkey. And he's like, oh, hey, guys, what about that time that? Oh, and they've already left. And you right. see, like, the diorama, and his figure is, like, outside the study room looking into the diorama. It's <laughs> so, like, sure you know. And he's reminiscing about being left out with the monkey, right? which I'll just go, like, jump ahead to Marked in Red. I still have a problem with monkeys being, like, seen as funny. Yeah. I, I mm. think like that stem, time of
0: I think it stems for my childhood. I there I feel like there are a lot of those early nineteen sixties Disney movies where they're just monkeys. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh the monkey stole your keys. Ha <laughs> the yeah. monkey Yeah.
1: And then around that time you have the hangover, which I think that monkey and yeah. Kim John were in. That's a super, yeah. So mm-hmm. but and then nice the slapping. To, yeah, the to, the You slap, you yeah. kick. Yeah.
2: That's just I oh, mean, I don't know. It's so immature. That's a great point. Like I just, like half the half the
0: like kids' comedies that we saw growing up, like had like a monkey, yeah. or like, just like a, just like an animal. Like yeah. Yeah. Anytime that I see a movie where there's like an animal on the cover, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Like Disney movies from like
1: late 2000s, like Beverly Hills Chihuahua or uh, well, Hotel for Dogs. It's like ha The joke is that the dog is peeing on the bad right. guy, and, and it's like and yeah. it's like it's a bulldog, so it's like yeah, bum, 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 ba-da, 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 yeah, yeah, the <laughs> 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 that's great Uh, so anyway should we get into
0: our a plus best scenes and lines i don't know i feel like uh yeah we can do that so what do you got christian well i think my favorite quote or my favorite cutaway there are there are honestly again i love the fact that they're like hey do you guys remember when we went on that ghost ghost town trip Mm. and they just completely they filmed in a completely new episode pretty much for this um and i think my favorite one of those is um People they're, like, they're they're sort of making fun of the fact that everybody has problems in the group. So like, you know, Shirley tried to sell people stuff for a pyramid screen, which is very of her character, as Christians tend to do that. Um, but my favorite one is Pierce's um, he starts injecting a bunch of uh like flu vaccines yeah. like that. <laughs> it's like, but Pierce, you've already you know, Jeff does the whole like, Pierce, you're way out of line, but you've already you've already taken in three of them, and but those are meant for the orphanage. And then Pierce is just like, I'll be a living god. <laughs> Um, I love that. I also love, so we already mentioned that, um, you know, the group has been arguing and they don't realize that they've been arguing so much. And so like, um, you know, the first, the first time they argue, they say, Oh, you know, what about the time that we went on the fishing trip for, for, or the boating trip. And then while they're in the flashback to the fishing, the boating trip, they're like, we'll see. It's okay that we're, um, we're arguing, we'll just get it all out now. And then they're like, well, that's what we said about when we painted Shirley's nursery. And so then what happens is like Troy starts freaking out and all three, Like all three levels of inception almost, Uh, (laughs) and then like whenever it's in the real world, he starts like his eyes are rolling the back of his head, and he's got a bloody nose. It's like wow, (laughs) stranger things. I love his scream. Oh yeah, (laughs) like then Jeff is like Abed, stop making everything so mad and putting up its own ass. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty funny. I also like how um whenever Abed reveals that uh, Brit and Jeff are having sex, like the last one is just blatant. Of, mm-hmm. of like, oh, Abed, a leprechaun stole our clothes and you can't tell anybody about it. And then Jeff tries to defend his like, what's worse? The fact that we're hiding sex from you guys or that we have a person in the group, a grown adult who believes in leprechauns. And then, yeah. But I don't know. In terms of like things to talk about in this episode, it's kind of hard to, because it's, it's all over the place on purpose. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know. What else, what do you, what do you guys got? Well, I, I mean,
1: I think one of the most famous community Jokes or lines comes from this episode. It's the flashback of the St. Patrick's Day boating trip, and it's a it's a cut to a scene of them pulling up a raft like out of the water onto the beach. And Troy goes, "You can yell at me all you want. I've seen enough movies to know that popping the back of a raft makes it go faster." <laughs> that's always a line that gets me to laugh, and it's always one of those that's featured. You
0: can yell at me all you want, but I've seen enough movies to know that popping the back of the raft makes it go fast. Yeah. Like well, you got it's a delivery.
1: Yeah, I can't do it, Justice. I'm sorry, Donald Glover. And then, like, the Abed Pierce montage that they show with the Everybody <laughs> Else <laughs> song is surprisingly wholesome. Yeah. Because, like, you know, Abed, like, tells Pierce he needs to zip up his zipper, and, like, they're doing the double dutch, and they, like, look at each other. Um, or Abed's, like, playing with his cape and, like, showing it off. Mm-hmm. And Pierce, he's he just, like, kind of giving him a look. They didn't even, like, say anything.
0: They just, like, stare at each other. Yeah,
1: they just kind of stare at each other lovingly. Um, it's just, it's kind of... Well, Interesting, because they usually like don't have much interaction with each other.
0: And that's one, hey, of the, that's one of the cutaways in general, is that Abed is wearing a cape from The Cape. And I didn't even realize that The Cape was an actual TV show for a while back in like 2011. I just thought it was Abed wanting to make his own character, and he just called it The Cape. But yeah. I guess that shows you the state of like you know network television, is that anything can be parodied, even if, even if it's real. Mm-hmm. But then we also get the famous line. Six seasons in a movie? Yeah, that's the first time uh, yep. we, hear, we hear six seasons in a movie. Jonathan, what you got for A-plus?
2: The only y'all mentioned uh, some good ones. The only one I give this one credit, like because it makes gets like a physical reaction <laughs> out of me. But the cutaway when Britta is borrowing Annie's chapstick, it is the, uh, literally the most
0: painful like thing to ever. Because walk. she reaches across Annie to her purse, yeah, and then like uses it and then just throws it back in her purse, yeah, like, like I- awkwardly and like throw, tries to throw it back in the
2: purse and misses,
1: and it just lands on the floor.
2: Yeah, yeah. she doesn't do, and yeah.
0: it's like, oh, like
2: gosh, it's. And so, yeah, I give it a plus because it is like it it it, it elicited a response from me like physically. So, but uh, a disgusted response. Absolutely. Yeah. But disgusted. Response. The opposite
0: but, of love is not indifference. Or wait, no. The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. So mm-hmm. if you were indifferent to it, then that means it was a bad. Mm-hmm. So we've mentioned a lot of the
1: flashbacks. Um, I think we've gone through most of them. So I want to ask for today's diorama question, if you could only pick one of the flashbacks and then, like, we could see a whole episode of it with that,
0: you know, what that flashback oh, was from. Which one I would you pick? I didn't realize that that was part of the question. I only saw if you could pick one of the flashbacks, it'd be in. So I'm going to change my answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I,
1: the Western Ghost Town one, I think, would be the funniest mm-hmm. in that's, my mind. Because, yeah. like, the the boat trip one, like, that's my favorite line is the, the Troy line. But I feel like outside of that, there's probably not much you could do that would be funny of them. Like, okay, he popped a boat. To make it go faster, then like that's it. Mm. But I think the Western Ghost Time one would be pretty funny. Because you see a lot of like uh, you know, there's the racist guy with the shotgun with the wearing it a man with
0: the, with long red underwear and a cowboy. And he's hat.
1: very racist. And... Yeah. We learn new ways
0: to hate ourselves.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I feel like that one would have the most potential, so that's what I went with.
2: I like that one. Um the Mexican cartel one, I almost picked that one. I was like thinking though, if they if the, if they made an episode about that, I feel like we know how it would go. Like mm-hmm. the like, cancelled. Well, the rest of the group would, like, be fine, but then
0: Pierce would say something yeah. rather dumb, like, try to, like, right. oh, I'm going to pursue this And then would have said, like, oh, man, this episode blows, and he would have given me a six out of ten and yeah. said that. I don't know who the leading in the class is, but Pierce is definitely not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Pierce is the worst.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see.
0: So the one I picked
2: was the Glee Club one, just because I feel like, well, I'm, I guess I'm going off the show Glee, but, like, they always play sing, a lot sing, of- Sing, sing, sing. Sing,
0: sing, 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 sing,
2: sing, 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 yeah. I like, also, I, I didn't know Duncan cool. could play the piano. Oh, I don't I, think he, he's not. Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah. He's, he, yeah probably <laughs> not. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. But.
1: They did. That's probably the one montage that they do the least mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Which I mean, it's it's kind of dark because
0: they mentioned, right. You know, but they explain see, that. Okay, kind of funny. So you know the episode where Britta is the Christmas tree because they're doing the Christmas pageant. I didn't realize, like, whenever that episode played, the first time I saw it, they made a reference to, like, the fact that the choir teacher or the glee teacher was the one who actually cut the brakes. And I just thought that that was sort of like a meta joke of, like, oh, it's just sort of like common knowledge in Greendale that this happened I mm-hmm. didn't even realize that that came from this episode. of like Oh, right yeah. And so I, I was kind of nice seeing this little clip. I was like, oh, so there is there is precedent for them being in glee club and like the glee club Hmm. yeah i never put that together Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but we actually met the glee club in season one for paintball so like write some original songs right it's even worse if you think about it because
2: hit me with your best
1: shot
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. so did so did you do you have an answer yeah i was thinking that um so i couldn't tell whenever they're in the haunted house is that part of the ghost town because it seems like it's a different setting it looks like a different so I would have said that when the Haunted Mansion because there's like an, mm-hmm. a, a a confederate ghost that looks <laughs> yeah. like Pierce. Confederate yeah. Pierce. And I feel like you could definitely, I mean, use that. You could be like, oh, my father, uh, Bill Hawthorne, Wipes off of, uh, you know, the backs of... You
1: know, you think yeah. these guys immigrant are, labor. You right. <laughs>
0: right. What, what'd you say? Like, of immigrant labor. Immigrant. Right. <laughs> so 1820, those slave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like you could actually make a realistic song about that. And it'd be kind of fun too, like, um, think about how in Parks and Rec, Andy went to england for a couple of you know like a half a season Mm -hmm. like you could actually have like you know Abbott and pierce are gone from the rest of the group so all of their episodes or all those episodes are like are about them and then sort of the punctuation to that is that the group comes and visits them it's like oh hey we're gonna try to discover the secret of hawthorne wipes in this old abandoned mansion which i guess they do kind of do later on whenever you meet gilbert yeah the, um, the video game well no not that one there's another the one when oh, the one where they're in Pierce's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. House. But
2: A fun fact about um, that stretch of Parks and Rec episodes when uh, Andy went to England. That's whenever he's filming Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't it? Awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm it. I was going to be like, he was actually um, in Xandar.
0: When he <laughs> left, <right? laughs> and uh, if you just stop drinking beer, you will look like Chris uh, Chris Pratt. Basically. So <laughs> that is.
2: Uh, Get off of Mitch, yeah, Mitch Lev <laughs> Ultras, right? Or is his, He just says, like, I stop drinking beer. Oh, that's yeah, like... pretty much.
0: <laughs> but... I don't think we even talked about part of the episode 2 is uh the dean walks in and is ask in a, in like a Mardi Gras outfit cuz it's the end of the year and Jeff is kind of frazzled and is like how many times yeah we well, were just having a discussion about uh no 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 the dean walks in and is like I was walking by and I heard a tiff what's going on <laughs> and then Jeff is like we were just discussing how often a grown man can walk into a stadium wearing different costumes and so you see like the dean comes in and a bunch of different things so, like one of them is like He's Catwoman. Yeah, And it's like me. Oh, <laughs> and he's there's like feline awareness AIDS week. Um, he comes as m- some baroque like some musician. Yeah. Um. ding 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 ding. And so it's like it's like a fundraiser for the music department. Um, for daylight savings time, he is tina turner yeah what's dean got to do, do we got <laughs> tina turner or the clock's forward um which i'm glad that congress actually passed a lot of end daylight savings time like this this is the last one i'm pretty sure that oh. were, or like or like then 2022 and 23 like this is the last cycle of daylight savings time that we're doing so i don't know if the one in november was the last one or the one in the spring is going to be but i really hate that it's only like it's only three o'clock but it feels like it's almost five right yeah um but he also comes in to address the free Caesar salad bar as Caesar. <laughs> he's like, "Beanie, beanie, beanie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and seeing Jim Rash with like a toupee, like not even like old like woman's hair because he does that too, but like seeing him with like, oh, excuse me, actual dude's hair is just weird. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't really expect that. Um, yeah, you can't really unsee him as balls, like <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. like if you because he also walks in as um, like Scarlett O'Hara. Is that what her name? Is mm, um, from, from Gone with the Wind? Yeah, Scarlett yes. O'Hara. Yeah, mm. and and uh he's wearing a wig but Frankly, like that, I don't give a dean <laughs> right but it, it was somebody wearing a wig or somebody wearing a toupee like you can like one of them looks obviously like a wig the other one was like kind of weird cuz it looks new but yeah um what do you guys have for uh, leading the class i had jeff not because he was like particularly special in this
2: episode i thought everyone did great um i thought everyone shined but like i guess we talked about like the stru- the structure of the clip show <clears throat> like everyone's gonna have a moment to shine and like so i guess w-
0: would an example of a clip episode be like Frazier whenever um niles is like whenever after dafty comes back from rehab is that what an example of it would be or is it just like
1: so you know that to me the best example that i can think of is the episode of the office where i think it's when they're like oh, and, and one's and going they're like, bankrupt and the guy comes in yeah and he's ta- meeting with toby yeah he's going through all these things okay. like you know oh and what about any sexual uh you know assault and then it goes back to flashbacks of like michael okay. being sexist yeah, right. that's a clip show you're right yeah. okay that makes um sense. i don't i i think i don't know if there's a Fraser one that's a clip show i'm trying to think because the one you're thinking oh, right. of i don't think is quite a clip show but i think they're, like they're
0: literally in the space of the clip
1: you talk about the one where it shows niles and Fraser like in the scene yeah yeah i don't think that's a clip Which is show
0: cool. i mean that's a cool cool way to add. i haven't seen that before but
1: i i'm I'm blanking right now, but I think there is a Frazier Eclipse show episode. I just, I'm honestly trying to remember what the context is. But anyways, um, where are we at? On leading the class? You yeah. said you picked Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I couldn't come up with one either. I, it, they're all in the episode and it really none of them, they all do such a great job but none of them like stands out to me that like this is the one that the episode's
0: being led by. Mm-hmm. So I put n- no answer because it's impossible to pick one. So yeah. we'll go with all of them, I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a pretty, pretty standard response. Um, I think that, I don't know. I think I enjoyed Troy's include like his contributions to the clips. I think I enjoyed them the most. So I I would say him, but yeah, I agree. It's, it's pretty much the same across the board. I also want to say that. So the, the end, the end tag is a cartoon that the Dean makes after he's like kind of belittled by Jeff for wearing costume. And it's like, Written it's like it's like cartoon animation of the dean, and like he walks in and is like, Hey gang, and the Jeff's like, get out of here, Dean. And then the Dean's like, I know whenever I'm not wanted, and he gets sprayed with like toxic chemicals and he like kills the Greendale Seven and at the end Super Dean. Super <laughs> Dean. And then Jeff's like, Oh, I care, I care now. Too late. Yeah, you know, and it reminds me of him 15 <laughs> years too late. 15 <laughs> <Yes>. years. <laughs> And it just, it just reminds me of like something that like a 15 year old kid would make after he gets like broken up with or rejected. Like you, mm-hmm. you'll see, you, you, you'll regret not dating me. I.e. <laughs> e. Me as a 15 year old, it's, <laughs> but it, but it's very like, you know, Craig Palin's a 30, 40 year old man. I don't know what old he is, but like, I don't know. I like the tag. Um, what's next?
1: Extra credit. Yeah. The only extra credit I could really find that was super interesting uh, the Jeff Annie montage with the Sara Bareilles song is apparently a reference to a video that got made by a fan and put on YouTube and like got a bunch of traction oh, whenever nice. the show was re- uh, airing uh, because they were trying to like ship the relationship and it was mm-hmm. kind of like a, a what's what would be their couple name? Yeah. janny uh Yeah, Janny. Janie. What's Annie? Is it, uh, F- wing, wingison? I don't know. Wingison? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ettinger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And so it was kind of like making fun of how like fans, fan bases can be kind of aggressive with relationships of the characters. So it's making mm-hmm. fun of
0: mm-hmm. of that. And apparently Dan Harmer had
1: to pay his own money to actually use that song, which yeah. is kind
0: of cool. But he like cares about his fans. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah. Uh for Marked and Red, I um the only like one thing that I noticed that I thought was interesting and not really nitpicked, but just like how did Abed remember the like the um the conversation between Britta and Jeff? At the Halloween party. Because he mentions, like, there's only one thing I remember. And it was kind of this weird conversation. Because he could hear them? But they all got their memories wiped. Because it's the one thing that he remembers. I'm just surprised that, like, that's the only... He's the only person that remembers one thing, and that's the one thing he remembers. I mean, I know it's for the episode, but it's just convenient. I guess you're saying. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of odd. Um, we talked about this earlier, but um, I think parodying, parodying clip shows and, like, kind of how dumb they are for... Sitcoms because it's kind of just like a, I don't know. It's a filler episode. It's like a filler episode. Like it's such a cheap like. Oh yeah, you we can just show old clips we've already shown you before. Right. Um, but the fact that Dan Harmon parodi- parodies those by showing, he does his own clip show, but it's like he flips it and shows clips that we haven't actually seen yet. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so genius. Yeah. Um, we. I mean, I don't know. We all love Dan, we love Dan so I. I don't want to like damn, tune his own horn damn, too much, damn, board, but. So this episode, if, if it feels like a season finale episode type to me, and I know we've still got like three more episodes before the finale, but this kind of has that feel of just, I don't know. It's an end. Of, it's a reminiscent of everything that's happened. And, um, See, but there's I a lot of good dialogue. I feel
0: like it felt like a season finale. I feel like it, it's, it felt like a season four or five episode where it's more meta than yeah. season two. Like, cause think about like this time last season, it was like the Brita love triangle with yeah. Slater. Like, yeah. so this is, this is kind of shows some growth yep. and it sh- I feel like it's a precursor to what the rest of the show is going to be too. So true. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I mean, I, the fu- the clips are fun. there's a lot of good dialogue uh, anytime you get the group together just like in one room arguing with each other is always fun, so I give it nine out of ten. I gave it initially a seven and a half out of ten. I think the reason why like agreed with uh
2: my br- <laughs> Apparently. redacted yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be anybody but um no like initially I did like think oh yeah great great twist on like the clip show concept. I still feel that for sure. Thinking about the episode, I'm like counting the times I've laughed, and I did like laugh a, a, a
0: decent amount. So I don't know if Hey, hey before, you, before you crap on this episode, you cannot say that you don't like Dan Harmon cutaways because you have well, you have laughed in an conventional cable winning. You, <laughs>
2: you're not wrong. So I, I can't complain here. So I'm actually gonna redact my score or
0: adjust my score. I'll add a point. I'll say eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, Dan Harmon. Justin, <laughs> I just saved your butts. I feel like. So, like, I feel like the crux of this episode partially is that it's a group of seven people, and that's why they're arguing is because there's just so many different, like, personalities. And that's kind of the crux of the show is that everybody brings something different to the table. But, like, have you guys ever been in a friend group of seven people where everybody was, like, equal? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a big group. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever it's three people or more, I'm like, okay, this is exhausting because I have to (laughs) devote different energy to different people. But, like, it doesn't surprise me that they're all arguing... Cause there's you know, different mm-hmm. dynamics with relationships and there's different dynamics with, you know, goals. And, you know, I mean, think about how many times in high school, like you're part of a friend group or maybe not you specifically, but you knew a friend group where like two of them started dating. And then after they broke up, it's like, well, we're not yeah, friends anymore. It just kind of like, yeah. Like, why'd you ruin it? <laughs> well, that was pointless. Right. Soiled it. Soiled it. I think about too. Um, did you ever hear about like high school families?
2: It's oh, like we're the two moms and these are yeah. our kids.
0: I was and an like, uncle like in the
2: band and stuff like that. Right.
0: Yeah. And it was almost always like two senior girls and then like a couple of like freshman boys. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I hate to break it to you, but they don't want to be your sons. They want to be your, yeah. your lovers, right? <laughs> your daddies. Your yeah. mother's lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why that reminded me. I mean, that's something to do with the episode, obviously. Um I don't know. I really like the episode. I could have seen this being an episode where you guys were like, oh, this blows. There's no that no, doesn't add anything to it, um, so I was kind of scared that you guys weren't going to like it. Um, I, I just the this like the, the flash comedy is something that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, see, these car- drug cartels aren't going to execute Pierce because he's racist. Yeah, um, it's a train that runs on us. Yeah, and that water. <laughs> the only thing to be scared of is that water, and the only bed bugs are the ones inside. Like, I don't know, the bed Harrison bugs.
1: Ford is <laughs> raiding our testicles with microwave yeah. <laughs> transmissions.
0: Yes, so I really like it. And again, I you know. I'm not like I'm not a uh, Dan Harmon Stan where like I'll defend anything he's ever done because he's done some bad stuff and he's he's owned up to it. Season four? No, I just mean like, oh, act- like actually, like in like real life. life. Oh yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's why he wasn't in season four. Yeah, but but yeah, 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 exactly. But um, it's a fun, it's a fun episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'd hate to be somebody watching community for the first time whenever this episode, but I don't think it's for the first timers who watch it. I think it's for like people who love the show. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny because they act like there's this St. Patrick's day, uh, boating trip that we ever got to see. And I, I, I just think that's genius. So, yep. um, I'm going to give this a, uh, Frazier out of the Cape. I think it's a pretty mm. good episode. <laughs> I've never seen the Cape, so I can't really say if it's good or not. Um, I'm going to probably rate that for the, for the episode. But uh, yeah, so for Applied Anthropology and uh, the Culinary Arts, I think this is in contention for a bottle episode because Mm. um, it all takes place in the same scene um, and in the same room. So it's the Anthropology final um, and, you know, it's just a pretty, pretty laid back episode. Um, You know, all the groups having a drink. Um, which is kind of <laughs> sick. because Duncan fell off the wagon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then the Dean comes in with uh, a journalist who's going to feature him in D magazine, which is kind of cool for the Dean. Uh, but that means that the group can't screw around. And this is the whole class, not just the Greendale seven. It means that, you know, they actually have to- taken their final, right? Their, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final um, team. Question two, how much do you all love anthropology to blow off class? But basically, Duncan is like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to my office and get the test and just leaves. And we don't see him again for the, rest of the episode. She were, yeah. We actually don't see him again until season five. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I, I found that
1: on trivia. I thought that was interesting. I so guess Duncan, it's like, my dad went to go get the milk, but he didn't come back. Yeah. I thought come back we at least saw seasons. him at
0: like in season three. No, I thought that too. But I on... because because Jeff, whenever he comes back, Jeff is like, hey, buddy, where, where have you been? I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, I, like, I must I'm, have been I visiting my grandmom in England or like something like that.
1: Yeah, I. I guess I didn't realize he was gone for that long, but according to IMDb, he doesn't come back till season five. That was
0: also the, whenever he started doing the last week tonight, right? I
1: mean, this, it makes sense. It lines up with when he was kind of getting to do his own stuff, but it's just odd that he didn't ever like show up
0: in an episode. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, that's when things start going downhill, um, because, (laughs) um, Shirley is having some stomach pains, you know, she's, you know, not feeling great. She had some bad lettuce or something like that, but we've realized that she's actually having contractions. Um, so, that's basically the episode is giving birth to Shirley's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some things, there are some side plots going on. Um, Jeff and Britta are, you know, butting heads as they do because Britta thinks that she's like a naturalist. Um, she's a crunchy mom without being a mom. Uh, and Jeff is like, oh, you're just being <laughs> fake. Um, Annie doesn't really have a plot line. She's just sort of there um, as a, as a helper. And then Troy and Abed's a handshake gets um, defiled by his money. <laughs> um, decent proposal, which I've never seen. Mm. Um, I'm assuming it's a movie Uh, with uh, I think they say it's got like George Clooney. Um, Hold on. Or it might be Michael Douglas. Is it Michael Douglas? Um, Yeah. Robert Redford, Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson. But basically, um, Pierce wants to buy the handshake from Troy Nobbett, But they're like, oh, no, that ruins the sanctity of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But all is well at the end because, you know, they the magic friendship and all that. Uh, but also Chang is excited because, um, you know, Shirley's early with the baby and he's like, Oh, well, all Chang babies are early yeah. and he just keeps going and he just keeps going. He just keeps going. He's, with he's his, over the top. He, he's annoying in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. He, what, what else about Chang babies? They're, they're, they're all born with a tail. Yeah. So definitely. that's how we know that it's not they his baby. The <laughs> they love the sauce. What?
1: They love the sauce. What he, he said something Doc like, and, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what do they say? he's like he's somewhere. Chang babies love the sauce yeah both really duck dope. and alcohol or oh, something yeah.
1: like
0: that yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and see so i was like okay you remember a couple episodes ago you had the line of like i can almost hear the sound of little chinese feet uh, feet on the, the pitter pad on the rooftops treetops. i thought that was in this episode i don't know why but yeah. and then but the one thing i will say is it is kind of a harp like a, like an awe moment whenever um andre comes in to be with with shirley yeah and then like you see chang kind of like kind of like slump a little bit You're yeah like, oh, yeah it's like you don't you don't yeah. deserve my pity but like in that one shot i feel bad for you, you mm-hmm. know? so I, I guess that also kind of brings in so um the dean goes to get his car which is a prius he thinks it's clothes cool buying, buying a prius um and his whole his whole shtick in the episode is he's trying to impress the dean magazine guy who's writing for the whole thing that's going on mm-hmm. um so off screen what we haven't seen so far is that the dean um, you haven't seen how mean this Dean can be. <laughs> Wait, did you just say bean? Um, but he started you. like a, like a food truck exposing. a world foods festival. Something like that. Yeah. So like different 13 different ethnicities. Uh, no, they're not different. They're equal. Actually, no, they're better than white. They're yeah. better than white. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that actually is a bad thing because there's some ethnic, ethnicities that don't get along. Some nationalities don't get along. Like I didn't even realize there was a difference between North and South Korean barbecue. <laughs> Um, I just so, wanted something for local foodies, <laughs> um, and so that's why they can't go to the hospital. That's why they had to have because
1: there's a race kerfuffle,
0: a race kerfuffle, yeah. not not a war, it's not a riot. Uh, <laughs> would you say a riot <laughs> kerfuffle, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have to write that down. You just stop writing. Yeah. Stop writing. <laughs> I think I think I think the dean is very good. His I, voice. I, I did it. <laughs> I'm a good dean. I know. I'm a good dean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when he was like. Everyone, calm down. Actually, don't calm down. Actually, I need your attention. Did, yeah. Actually, no.
0: There's a there's a student giving birth right here. What am I talking? about? Yeah. you've already all seen it. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what other. So yeah, so that's Shay- pretty much it. It's pretty much it. Um, oh, and then uh, Neil and Vicky
1: kind of have a little bit of a spark.
0: Yeah, Neil and Vicky are falling. <laughs> are you guys falling in love? Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> um, I feel and I feel like for my A plus scenes, I think that the f- again the fact that this is a bottle episode, I'm going to call it that. Cause it's all in one, one area. I, I think that that means that the writing and the jokes had to be better. Um, and I love how after Shirley starts giving birth, Vicky and you're like, man, I wish we could just have one episode or what, you know, one class, but it's not about them. And then Starburns comes over and he's like, you guys remember when they went on that, that, uh, that boating trip. Yeah. And that was such a great week. <laughs> I don't remember that line. Yeah. I, I, I didn't remember I, it, but that's I pretty don't good really either. But it's like kind of a callback to the fact that they remember it and it gives credibility to the fact that it actually happens, you know, in the, in the world. I also like, there's that, that little joke where Shirley's like, I don't want the first thing my child see to be Starburns. Sorry, and, he did, and he does that little thing where he's like, yeah. wait well, he does that <laughs> a lot when he looks around. Um, I also like whenever, um, so Duncan is like cheer, doing cheers, you know, toasting anthropology class. And then the dean walks in and everybody's like, kind of like swallowing or spitting out their drinks because, you know, it's illegal to drink on a college campus. And then Duncan like throws his glass down. He's like, and that's what Jews do at weddings. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. That's a very um, um, John Oliver thing to, to kind of do. I also like, so Britta, again, is taking on the role of the crunchy mom. And so she tells Shirley to like, you know, she want a eucalyptus root and pig saliva. Because that's, it's honestly the same thing as what they put in Pepto-Bismol just without mm. the label. Who's telling you, who's paying your doctor to tell you that stuff? Big antacid, let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and and uh, Jeff makes fun of her for having two one-eyed cats. Mm-hmm. And she's like, together they can do anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind
1: of sad. I kind of feel bad for Britta because her cats take a lot of beatings like at the, from the group. And she just—I don't know. I'm a cat person, so maybe yeah, right. It's, I'm
0: a cat person too, but I also am not a fan of crunchy moms. True, um, but the way she says that, like, but together they can do anything. Like, not even that, but she, just the whole like, I know what you're going through as a woman. No, I know. Britta right. is, yeah. but like when she talks
1: about her cats, you kind of feel bad. You like, can, and women have a connectness to their body that you just won't understand. <laughs> you you it whenever you're a you a booger. Even you're booger. <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that now that Jeff and Britta are past the having sex. Yeah, they can just like banter and right. like just dig at mm. each other. Right, it's fun.
0: Um, um, so that kind of sparks where Britta is like, "Oh, I have to be the one to deliver Shirley's baby," and so um, I'm trying to think: does this happen before, or after Shirley says that Abed can't deliver the baby? And with um, so but it's okay. So so backing you know, up, so Abed makes a reference to the fact that in one of his episodes he was in the background delivering a baby, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Um, and so he knows a lot about it, but Shirley's like, "No, you're not a doctor, and you're a guy, so I don't want you doing it." So. Um, Britta and Annie are the ones who kind of do it but there's one, there's one shot where um, Britta like puts her head underneath Shirley's skirt and it's like a close up of Julian Jacobs' face and it's like a light. A and it's like kind of like music it's like, it's like this yeah. woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and then she like throws it back up and she starts throwing up in the, in the trash can. I don't know it's, it doesn't really fit the theme of community I don't think in terms of like that, style, that, that joke Yeah, style joke, no. but it's, it's funny I like it
2: it would. It probably, do you think it would have been, b- b- been better if like they just did it flat? So it's like you have a side shot of like Shirley's feet up. She goes under. She goes
1: out and throws. No, it. I think it's better I think, with. I think you're right from the point
0: of view of like Shirley's nether region. <laughs> I think that makes yeah. it funnier. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. It, so how about a compromise? What if what if she did that and then you heard like the <laughs> and then she did it. I don't. Maybe not. I don't know because like, I, I think it's I in like, her head, kind right. of. You know. I, yeah. I, I think it's a funny joke because you know. Britta's not really ready for childbirth like she thought she was. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in this episode. Um, I think. Ooh. so um, I'm going to let Jonathan do the Andre quote one if you want to do that. But I like Jeff and Jeff and Brit is kind of back and forth after Ben Bennett is born. Jeff says something the lines of like, man, it's hard to believe that we're all born naked and you know crying and covered in crap. And then somewhere along the way, we convince ourselves that we're destined for greatness. And I'm like, dang it, Jeff. You're right. It's like, a very like humbling. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, humbling. And I feel like this show is really good about making those humbling remarks, mm-hmm. but also like sort of like optimistically too. Yeah, of like I think because then right after that, like oh look at his new fingers. Oh, I just want to eat him up. They're like little uh, baklava. Is that what they say?
2: It's like a some mean. sort of candy. Like yeah. it was like Mike and Ike. So it was like
0: it wasn't. It wasn't that. But yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So. I like how it shows both sides of the, like the, Oh, you know, adults always kind of lose their minds over babies, but at the same time they're stoic and cynical. And, mm-hmm. um, I know it's it's kind of one of those things that like, I feel like any scary movie that's very like depressing and very like gory, like there always needs to be at least something at the end that kind of like gives you hope. Mm-hmm. Like I hate whenever scary movies will like end with like, Oh, and then the killer stabs the final girl. Right. Like, cause then it's just mean spirited, mm-hmm. you know? So I kind of like that this episode has a happy ending, you know, mm-hmm. even though like, oh, yeah, none of us matter and life is meaningless. Like, but there's a new there's a new life. Right. So I, I like that. I like
2: that. Well, and like with that line, too, it got me thinking like the best people we know, the best people who ever live and the worst people who ever live came into the earth like the same way. Right. Like covered in crap. You have to cut the umbilical cord. Right. They're crying. They're
0: they're uncomfortable. Like it's, it's yeah. this weird and thing. Like, like, I don't think I don't know, like nobody's born evil. Right? Like, everybody is mm-hmm. impressed upon to be evil. Or good, right? Um, But that means that anybody who shows off, like, strength or, like, imposing, like, they, they started out, yeah, like, as a weak, fragile baby. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Ethan, what do you got? I didn't really have
1: any other A-plus scenes. We already mentioned the women have a connective to their body that men never understand. And then, just like, you have a booger. I, that one made me laugh. <laughs> I know. It's a part of it. I guess I must... There wasn't really a lot of lines that made me laugh in this episode. Um, Or a lot of... I don't know. You guys have mentioned a lot of good ones. But I just... Didn't really chuckle that much of this. I don't want to get ahead, so mm. I don't know. Are there any others that we haven't talked about, Jonathan, that you want to mention for A plus? Let's see here. There
2: was a line where Shang, 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 Shang was like to Andre, "I know it's been a good, good race, but I happily concede." And right? Like, <laughs> oh, look, he
0: said Shang. No, he didn't.
2: Oh, this is. Mm, I guess I'll save this for Martin Red. Actually, so scratch that. Yeah. Oh. Was it was it the Andre quote?
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was. It was something near that. But um, I do. Again, I do think it's funny whenever the whenever the baby's born and Andre's like, it's a black person. And not. Not that that's important. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do think it's kind of like a, a fun part for Andre's character where up to this point he's been sort of like the the wise, like kind of gruff, like black dad, you know. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh no, he actually is kind of worried about Shang being the dad. Yeah. And like, it's it's like a, it's a human moment for him. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's he's relieved. Right? That is yeah, that's so good. I, I do like that too. So for our diorama question, what uh so the so the Dean is in Dean Magazine, which shuts down after only two, ed- two editions because it wasn't a good idea. Um, but what hyper specific magazine would you want to be featured in?
2: I wrote down Northwest Missouri Indie Wire. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that I thought this concept was like back two years ago uh when my band put out some music. Um because And what was that uh, band called, gentlemen? I
0: couldn't tell you, But um, redacted yeah redacted redacted That'd actually if the band cool. was real <laughs> that would be a cool name for a band though redacted dang <laughs> that's actually a great idea let me check on spotify real quick because if it's already on there even even if it's just a small band i'm not uh, i'm not doing that <laughs> Got or our an album title at least you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. actually that sounds more of like a uh publishing company a record company yeah redacted labels mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh no, yeah so yeah
2: there's like there's like a bunch of redacted. so if i was not a band it was called night talk Or it is called Night Talk, excuse me. It still is, never dies. Amen. And so thinking if we were featured in the magazine, and this is Northwest Missouri, not like necessarily the college in Northwest Missouri, if there was one, but if this is a region itself, it's IndieWire.
0: So, right. But also that kind of makes sense for the thing of the show because nobody in Northwest Missouri listens to indie music; they're all country, from, you know. Music yeah. yeah, Um <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. We the, the name of the band just kind of started up because we were all in the basement one night and we uh, we were trying to think of band band names. Right? Mm-hmm. I can see the interview for that. Allegedly, right? Yeah, band, exactly. I've always wanted to be
2: like, you know, um, yeah, like featured. Or I've always wanted because okay, so there's this movie I can't remember the name. It has Aaliyah, Shock Hot, or sorry, Shock in it, but it's um, she's the girl from uh, Arrest Development. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she, it's her and Patrick Stewart is actually in it. And he leads like this whole, this compound of like white supremacists or like neo Nazis. It's a super good movie, but at the start of it, they're like, they have this interview with like this indie magazine guy. And like they just record off this guy's phone. It's called Green Room. Green Room. Thank you. Yeah pretty good movie hmm. and so i've always wanted like i've always wanted that experience of like some like low-key indie writer like recording our like from vice uh, yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like recording our interview off his phone like right and that's that's it like <laughs> like
0: whenever you make it big i'll make it big so i'm written for everybody exactly right? like,
2: like that kind of thing so yeah. <laughs> um yeah that that's my magazine what about y'all i like
0: that uh i would be in self-protagonist monthly and be <laughs> stories about how like you know um part of it would be sort of like tongue in cheek of like oh well we know that we're not the main characters of our own story it'd be a magazine for people who do feel that way Mm. Of like oh you know you just went through a breakup well that means that you're just going to write a song about it and that means that like it's going to rain on your car ride home and whenever you stop at the stoplight you're going to look over and the person that you're meant to be with is next door to that yeah so i think it'd be it'd be a feature on me and how like I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of moments in my life where I want to describe it to somebody of like, man, I feel like a main character right now, but it doesn't matter because it's just in my own head. So Mm -hmm. having it in a a magazine would be really fun. Um, And I think that my my interview would also be featured in the same edition um, that features like a special subscription of uh, Overthinkers Quarterly, (laughs) um, which I would also um, have a very popular um, audience with as Overthinkers because I do that quite a bit. Um, Ethan, did you have one or do you want to help us brainstorm one with you? Uh, so I,
1: I didn't uh, get my interest in for all these, but I, I have thought about one where you guys have been talking. I think the magazine I would be probably, uh, featured in quite prominently would be, um, I, I don't have a good name for it, but I'm going to go with hipster digest, but it's actually <laughs> targeted. at like wannabe hipsters. Oh, yeah. so I feel like I'm not actually a hipster, but I it's pretend like, like I am light. one. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like <laughs> if you want to be one, but you're not actually one
0: becoming a hipster for dummies. Sure. Yeah,
1: but, that's you know. actually uh,
2: like yeah. this is what like this what people into like this is like the kind of brands they follow.
1: Like yeah, yeah, I like that. You could be one too, but it's like it's what, yeah, it's and like targeted. People. hipster? Nobody. Because yeah. <laughs> I, like I you know, I'm a to want to be hipster. I pretend like I'm one, but I'm not really. Oh, like so. it.
0: hey, you have a record player on your kitchen counter, allegedly. Record player that was made in 2014.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out AJR and Daisy the Great. If uh, you're leaving the class, I have Britta. I mean, she's kind. Of, she's annoying, right? Whenever she's being like the crunchy granola mom, but she finally gets a win at the end where she she gets to finally put her caringness into action and right. deliver a baby. I just pull the a, a do, little dude out of my friends. Yeah, and really, <laughs> we've talked about this a lot before, especially in season one. Like Britta, later seasons just kind of gets she's
0: the butt she of the joke. she
1: gets she's the butt of the joke, and so like mm. for her to kind of get this win, she doesn't get a lot of those in the in the show. Um, for she's not just the butt of the joke, or she's not just there as like a side character for humor. Um. I, and I kind of feel bad for her. like, I, on one hand, like she is annoying because she thinks she knows everything. But we've seen also kind of some character growth for her in this season, where we do kind of understand that she's not, she has well, and she's well intending. You know, she does care about people. Like the the episode with uh, the queethals. and mm. she's like, oh, it's not that I'm selfish. I'm just really caring, and that's why I'm bad with my money. <laughs> you know, um, so I had her as my lead in the class. You're willing to, what, what did Jeff say? You're willing to puke just to help your friend?
2: Or you're, you're willing to help your friend to the point that you're uh, willing you to puke? Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a kind of a fun little. I had, I had Abed, not because I, like anybody really like shined or whatever, or Abed really like nailed it. But I mean, Abed did kind of save the day there, right. like coaching Britta. Yeah. And like, it was kind of hilarious, that line where he was like, don't tell doc- not any doctors I said this, but at, at this, this point, point the, the bus, bus kind of drives, drives itself.
0: <laughs> Who's the bus in this situation? That's a that's a very Ron Swanson and Rick Sanchez line together. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> don't tell any doctors I said this, but at this point the bus is pretty much driving itself. Yeah, <laughs> the bus in this metaphor being your yours. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also said Abed. It's a very like reassuring, very reassuring like part that Abed is there, and again it kind of reminds me of the episode in Parks and Rec when um congressman jam like ruins leslie notes wedding and ron punches him it's like it's kind of cool that a world can be built up to where you feel comfortable like you feel trusting of this character to help you out mm. and i think that abed achieves this in this episode it's like oh yeah just listen to abed he knows about it so mm-hmm. I, that's, that's why i said abed was the leading class as well too that's good um i forgot to mention um but i really like the um the end tag in this episode where Abed and Troy are like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this. And they try to pull the fire alarm, but it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fake one. And so the Dean is like, what are you guys doing over here? And they show him the fake one. And they're like, I cancel classes. So we tell everybody about this. And it's just kind of another example of how Greendale sucks. And like, you know, everything, everything sucks. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. For Marked and Red, I, this is like
2: a little thing, but Shirley's baby voice kind of got annoying or got annoying there, like, after, especially after the baby was born, because she was like, Ben Bennett, ben Bennett and like, doing this whole thing. Ben Bennett? Ben Bennett. Yeah. Ugh, awful name also. But that that was my only, like, big or, like, consistent gripe. I would say, again, <laughs> I initially rated this episode, like, a six and a half out of ten. But I don't honestly know why, because, like, I... what. Well, i chop back up so it is like a wholesome episode obviously like you know baby a baby episode in the sitcom is fun always in terms of laughs i don't know how many like things made me laugh but i had a good time with the episode right so
1: maybe i should give it a seven half out of ten i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna bump
2: it up just a little bit
1: i think you convinced me as well actually i had also six and a half out of ten it's a fine episode i mean it's, i have some gripes but it's not really a bad episode i guess it's just not one that's like super memorable mm. so i think i'm also gonna bump my score up to a seven and a half out of ten um the only my issue with the episode is that i actually feel like the plot points are all pretty good but they they try to cram too many plot points mm-hmm. and they really don't give like the the food truck uh race kerfuffle they have they, i mean obviously this is a bottle of so they don't show it but they barely even like touch on it they give yeah. it like 20 seconds of mention And the episode is like called Culinary Arts and whatever, you know, it's part of the episode title. Or like the the Pierce handshake thing with like Troy and Abed. Hilarious. It's funny. And like they just barely, they really don't show much of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just kind of like a background thing happening. And maybe that's the point is like this big thing is happening in front of us where this child is being born. And there's also like small stories going on in the background. But I don't know. I feel like all of the plot, like the storylines themselves had good promise. And they just kind of threw like the Dean magazine lot of potential there mm-hmm. vicky and neil it's kind of a funny throwaway. they just barely touch on stuff and so i just missed opportunities for me i feel like um but they could have done I'm trying to cram too much in an episode but it, and then another, another nitpick i had with jeff um i think he's very rude to britta when she asks like if she would be a good mom and he like laughs at her mm-hmm. i mean even if he maybe isn't wrong it's just such a dick move for him to like Laugh at her, mm-hmm. thinking that she'd be a good mom. It's just—it's pretty rude. But if you
0: think about it, too, he's also gonna make a really bad dad because he just has no.
1: It is, but the yeah. fact that he like laughs at her and like, it's just—I don't know. His reaction is a little too for being her friend. I feel like that's kind of an awful thing to do to somebody. But and yeah. like
2: kind of thinking about that, he could have just made like a like sarcastic joke, like. You're, you know, both your cats only have one eye. Let's not push her. Yeah, 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 <laughs> But
1: like laughing in her face, like, was just, yeah,
0: a little over that. the top. Yeah. I see that. Plus, that whole trope is overused as well of like somebody asking a question in earnest, and it's just <laughs> after, yeah. after oh, a kind of a serious? wholesome comment, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think
2: uh, this kind of came to my mind just now, but like, okay, obviously, so Abed and Britta are central in the room. The rest of the group really isn't. I kind of think it would have it been kind of interesting to like do like a little like jeff troy and annie go to the race carfuffle or
0: whatever so like to utilize them yeah, yeah. like
2: yeah. since like also those three don't really do anything in like yeah series that much yeah.
0: annie only has one real moment to shine it's the whole like well i haven't taken a preparatory course or read an article or even have my mom hug me and oh god what do i do like that's yeah. really her only you know besides like okay Shirley, it's okay she's kind I'm of like, there supporting the dean a little bit yeah she's always mm-hmm.
1: with him but yeah, yeah she doesn't do much
0: and then pierce is only there to steal the hug and then or steal the handshake and then are you guys falling in love yeah
2: Don't. the um Shirley line i just some i'm coming up with some more a pluses right here but the shirley line where she's like uh on call andre he's sugar boots on my phone that hurts shirley right <laughs>
0: <laughs> Troy. okay troy's actually had some pretty good lines in the last couple episodes mm-hmm. i completely forgot um the last episode i'm gonna retroactively add an a plus because he's like we all made a promise not to get intimate with anybody or ourselves and they're like we never said ourselves like okay now i'm really mad yeah yeah and and i don't know you could have donald glover say anything and it'd be funny like yeah um did you give it a rating jonathan
2: yeah i I said seven uh, seven and a half and i'll add another retroactive a A plus to this episode but the line where after pierce after, after yeah. Pierce. Hey, it's like
0: buying candy for a baby. Yeah. and
2: then He's like, he's like, uh, which like, he like cracks up starburns, which is really weird there. But like, he's like, do the handshake, make your money. You whore. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, he like, and he like, kind of like covers himself up with his jacket. After yeah. This, which like, it's sad, but it's funny as well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah. I do like the whole, like, it's like buying candy for a baby. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a point? You are raising your finger. Oh no, I'm just—he's like, I'm bra- everybody here from the three one three, yeah. put <laughs> your hands up and follow me. The only stands tough. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a uh, a C section out of childbirth because mm. I liked it. That's how I was born. All of my siblings were born with a C section. Wow. Um, okay. Fun, fun little trivia bit. How <laughs> you say that? My um, alleged siblings. Yeah. <laughs> don't exist. Um, Mr. Redacted over there doesn't is not my brother. Um, <laughs> So it's you know it's still it's still uncomfortable you know it's not a great experience but it's still it's still good you know it like mm-hmm. I feel like ch- childbirth is historically not pleasant. Um, mm. some <laughs> of, I've heard sources tell me that some women <laughs> could even achieve. Adam Shepherd said. <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> pretty watched, but yeah, yeah. I, it's, a, it's a pretty it's a pretty good one. So any any final thought any final thoughts, lads, on this episode, You series of episodes? I'm trying to think, trying to think. Uh,
2: no, I mean this is a good before this. Before this finale of season two, this is a good little stretch, I think. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. Over I mean, a lot of people say season two is the best season, which I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously we'll go through every season of this show, but like this was a really good season overall. Really strong stuff. Yeah. Definitely a step up from season one. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I can mean that's all I got to say. Yeah, you're right. When you said Mr. Redacted, I thought about so like making up immediately like playing you know, SmackDown, SmackDown, Raw, 2007, and make Mr. like, Mister Redacted, <laughs> yeah. two
0: hundred pounds, Mister, and and he's like he's like your jobber character where like he's like seven foot three, yeah. like really skinny, he's got like bright green hair, you make his like face like completely flat, like, <laughs> <laughs> like this weird stuff, like black it. trunks, like, yeah. he's, like he's, he's wearing like a, a bikini, like yeah, <laughs> but and, and he's he's like you know. Seven hundred pounds, but his finishing move is the Hurricane Rana. Like, or vice versa, he's fighting yeah. nothing, but his finishing move is yeah. like the, the Powerbomb. Power bomb. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, one, one of these days we're gonna do a podcast episode on uh, on just SmackDown versus Raw. We have you know, to for yeah. sure. But until next time, folks, uh, this has been what? Redacted, Redacted Part Two, and Redacted Part what? Three, in uh, a Redacted episode what? of the Redacted Podcast. You folks have a great day. We'll see you next week.